whether you are the kind of mom who is like a Mary Poppins type who sings through your day or a mom who cautiously even sings along with the radio in the car, you are going to love my friend that I have to introduce to you today. I'm so excited to bring her to you. Her name is Jean Thomason, and she has been a voice in my family's home for many, many years. She is the character Miss Pat-a-Cake that she created to be a way to bring music of truth of God's word and music of truths of God's creation to children in a very fun and lighthearted way. And I read her book a couple of years ago called sharing God's big love with little lives. And it is a fantastic resource for parents full of so much truth. And today Jean is here with me to have a conversation about singing through our day and not for a performance sake for so much more than that. So again, whether you're the Mary Poppins type or more the cautious singer, you are going to be so glad you're here. You will be so encouraged by Jean and make sure you check out the show notes below. I will put the resources of where you can find her at misspatacake.com. And I will link some of her other resources for you as well. So you can get your hands on her book and on her DVDs or on her streaming channel so that you can get it into the hands of your young children. But even those of you with older children will be encouraged by all that Jean has to share today. I'm so glad that I can introduce you to her here. Hi friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Jean, thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Krista. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. It's such a treat. I feel like I should be, because of our topic, I feel like I should have started saying, good morning, good morning, wake up and say. <laughs> That's great. My friends are here. That's what I always say. So yes. I'm happy to do that. That's great. Oh. Wonderful. This is going to be so much fun. So um, we are going to be talking about something that is so natural to my heart today. As we talk about <laughs> singing through our day, that is just part of the heartbeat of who I am. I think back to a time that I went through in my life that was a little bit down where I was not living into the calling that God had put on me. And I wasn't living fully up to who I was, who God has made me to be. And when I came back in a strong way to obedience to the Lord, I came home from college and my parents heard me singing, walking in the house. And my mom told my dad through tears, her song is back. Oh, she got back her song. And I think that that's the way God intended it to be. I believe God intended us to sing through our days. And that as moms, we have the ability to do that in our homes and to lead our children through singing, whether you're a singer or you're not, God right. has put that in our being. And so okay. thank you so much for joining us on this today. Well, what a treat for me. You, you exactly are talking about what God has put into my life from the time I was a child 
Um, I have such a fun story. I'll just take a second just to throw that out because a lot of people that you're don't know who I am, they might they might know me better as this character. This <laughs> Miss Patty. This is my little, uh, this is my, my husband says this about me. He says, my wife, she's a doll. (laughs) (laughs) So um, um, because I started early in my life singing and it was because my, my parents took me to church. I'm so grateful for that. And I'm, I'm a Southern girl. I'm from Alabama. So I grew up in Birmingham. And so um, the, the fun story that I have is this, that I'm the oldest of four children. So my mom, of course, was at church every time the doors were open <laughs> mm-hmm. to do something with our family. And so there was a junior choir. And when I was four and five years old, there was a sweetest lady in our church who volunteered to do a choir for the children. And when I, I don't know if I was four, five, I was probably five years old, that um, she would come around and listen to all the children singing. And I just innately in my DNA, the way God made me, my assignment in life was just singing, you know, really very, just in a big way. And so this sweet lady, Mrs. Little, to whom I owe a (laughs) great debt of gratitude, called my mother on the phone, called, called her on the phone, you know, that's how long ago it was, and said to my mom, BB, that's my mama, BB, Jean has music all over her. She sings and sings. And I, I really think that you should, you know, fan that flame or whatever her words were. What I can tell you now is this, without realizing it, she spoke destiny into my mm. life. And, um, you know, the scripture says in Ephesians 2.10 that we are his workmanship, his masterpiece. Poema is the word. They're created in Christ Jesus for good works that he prepared beforehand, before we were ever born, that we would walk in them. Mm-hmm. And so that um, that started me on that path. My mom went, oh, huh. she didn't know, you know, so into piano lessons, I went into choirs, I sang and I did, you know, any and everything having to do with music and started taking voice lessons, which won me a scholarship to college as a vocal performer. And then when Jesus really captured my heart, when I was in my early twenties, um, I went from singing opera, <laughs> musical theater to, um, to singing, um, songs of praise and worship. Psalm chapter 40 verse three says this, and it is just the, the overarching scripture that God has spoken over my life. You, you know it well, I'm sure Psalm 40 says, I waited patiently on the Lord and he inclined his ear to me. He heard my cry. He lifted me up out of a miry pit. He set my feet on a rock. He made my footsteps firm. And then verse three says, and he has put a new song in my mouth. And it is a song of praise up to God. And then it says, many will see and fear and trust the Lord. Well, I didn't exactly know what praise was. I came from a really conservative classical music background. So I had to do a lot of research in the scripture to find out what that was all about. And that is a, that is a big story and a great story, a wonderful journey for me in my life that I discovered that in Hebrew, there's a great word that is translated in our language praise, but the word is Tehillah, T-E-H-I-L-L-A-H. Not sure if I'm saying it correctly, but a Hebrew word. And it means to sing, to sing with, by, or through the spirit. And Mm -hmm. so when I grabbed hold of that and started to understand that there was mighty power in singing, and it really changed my life. So I was a concert artist and a 
and I was teaching biblical forms of praise, um, mostly into Baptist churches. And, and that was very new teaching way back in the eighties. And, um, and then God surprised me with a husband and children. Hallelujah. So, um, so once I had these little babies and my, I have two children and they're only 16 months apart, I realized that um, I needed to find some new music to sing because mm-hmm. I was a worship leader at my church and, um, uh, and a singer and doing concerts, but those songs weren't exactly working for me. As a matter of fact, you'll love this story. I was with my two little children and my two nephews. And I said, okay, we're going to have, we're going to have worship time. We're going to sing and give thanks and praise to God because of what the Bible says in um, Hebrews 3.15 that says, through him, therefore, we offer up a sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of our lips as we confess that Jesus is Lord. So I said, we're going to give God praise. We're going to sing. We're going to, you know, we're going to shout. We're going to clap all the things. So I started singing this old song. It's not that old, but it's a while a Paris song that says, he is exalted. The king is exalted on high. You remember that, old, that song? Yes, yes. Great song. So my nephew, who's very precocious, said to me, Aunt Jean, why is God so tired? Yes. One of my children, that's so funny. One of my children also one time was singing, he is exhausted. And I thought, I- oh, wait. Not exhausted. Not exhausted. Exhausted. What is that? And you know, that was that, you know, that was like a ding, ding, ding. I I can't, this is too big. I have to, you know, even in Hebrews, it says we have to start out having the pure milk of the word, just like little babies before we get to come to maturity. And then we have teeth. We don't even have teeth yet. So for these babies, we need that. So By this time, Krista, my husband had gotten a job working at Integrity Music, and we moved down to Mobile, Alabama, which is where the offices were for Integrity. Um, He's a producer, and he was was working and all that. Well, some of the songwriters had gotten together because they kind of had the same heart and wrote a bunch of songs that they called lap songs for little ones. Mm -hmm. And one of the songs was called Patty Cake Praise where they took this nursery rhyme, patty cake, and kind of married it to the scripture. The little song that you know, because you sing it with your kids says, patty cake, patty cake, clap and play. Patty cake, patty cake, every day. Patty cake, patty cake, praise the Lord. Patty cake, patty cake, praise. Yay. Sorry, it's early in the morning. So my voice. (laughs) So that is what led us to create this character called Miss Patty Cake. So she has hands to clap on her pockets, a heart to love, a voice to sing, and every song can give thanks and praise up to God. And that's why Miss Patty Cake always says, every day is a patty cake praise day. That comes from the scripture. You know, this is the day God has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Well, so that was now, um, let me think. (laughs) (laughs) How many years? I said, (laughs) It was 20, 25 years ago. Mm. And um, I just, my best friend from college is a fashion designer. And I drew a picture of a triangle and said, can you make me a dress that looks like this, <laughs> that has uh, pockets? And then she said, yeah, sure. So she made the little costume. And mm. um, I went to the mops group at my church. Yeah. And some of you mommies might know that's Mothers of Preschoolers, which is a fabulous organization. Matter of fact, yes. I'm their convention in about three weeks. Oh. It's going to be here in Nashville. I live in Nashville mm-hmm. area. And so um, my, I went to the Mops 
meeting at my church and I called the lady and said, hey, I have an idea for a program I can do for the mommies and the children together. Mm. And she said, what together? Because usually, you know, we split them up. But I yes, have the moms a- look, the moms kind of look forward to that split up once a week. Yes. That's your, that's your coffee moment. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. So I said, I said, let's have our little thing first and then let's pull the kids back in and let me sing to them because I have Bible songs mm-hmm. and I have praise songs and um, games and activities, but everything has a, a biblical worldview. And, um, and because I, this, this idea was like a pippy long stocking meets the, the donut man, but is a yeah. woman and um, just looking for a way to create something that catches a child's attention mm-hmm. and, um, and does what I call seeing your way through your day, which is what we're going to talk about today, because this is what I know. And this is what I've learned. And I knew it innately, you know, this innately, and a lot of mothers do music. I say this music is God's magic. Mm-hmm. And that's because it crosses the brain barrier. It goes to a different part of our brain than the spoken word. And because of that, it sticks. So yes, I- there's a quote in your book that I actually yeah. wanted to bring out. You say, so I love your book. If parents don't have it yet, they absolutely should. It's called sharing God's big love with little lives, a can do guide for parents and caregivers. And um, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll hold it up for a minute. So you can see, I have notes all on it and in it because it's <laughs> fantastic. And, um, this is a fun one. I read this long before I started my podcast. So it's one that has just had a deep place in my heart. And I'm so excited to share it with some moms. Um, but one of the quotes you say you have, you say using music is the fastest, most permanent way to get information and God's truth into little hearts and minds. Music is like glue. It makes words stick to our brains. Songs will stick in the minds of our children. And I have found this to be so true that so many of the things that I remember from my childhood, uh, are the things that have stuck with me now that I don't remember a lot of the lessons I might remember. There probably is a deep conceptual like foundation that was laid because of the lessons or conversations, but the music is what stuck. And as I led music for so many years with children, I led music at our church for 16 years and I yes, it was so wonderful. I started when I was so young and it was such a, I counted it such a privilege and a gift because it served me as I served them with music. God spoke to my heart as he spoke through me to their hearts. And now being a mom at home, And I'm not doing music in that way anymore, but I found such a different way that God is using music in our own home and found that it's just something that I breathe with my children that we just sing all the time. And even things, I find that it helps things stick. That is absolutely true that we, my children retain things more when we sing them. We sing Bible verses, we sing um, instructions. When I need someone to go get something from the back of the house, I'll sing, get your shoes and brush your teeth, get your shoes and brush your teeth, get your shoes and brush your teeth. And they'll sing it on the way down the hall. And maybe they'll remember at least their shoes or their teeth, hopefully both. (laughs) Um, But we can use it to help information stick. We can use it to lower anxiety, to lighten up things. One of my children was anxious just this morning as I was getting them in the car so that they could go with my mom to her house. So I could record. She said, wait, I forgot my Teddy. And just her whole body got stiff. She's three and has very big feelings. She is one of my biggest feeling children right now. And, um, 
I carried her to the couch and I said, gotta get Teddy, gotta get Teddy. (laughs) And it just brought a smile to her face and (sighs) melted the anxiety. And we got Teddy, but it could have been such a highly stressful moment. Still, if I had just said, come on, let's get your bear and just yanked her off to the couch that music singing music with through our day, there is an element of worship that it can bring when there is fear, or maybe my kids don't even know that I am feeling anxious during, or that I am feeling sad. And all of a sudden they hear mom singing, um, God, I look to you. I won't be overwhelmed. And they don't know that I'm singing it because I'm feeling so overwhelmed. They just know mom's singing. Um, so it just serves so many purposes to sing through our days. You know, it reminds me, um, and, and there are a lot of these things when you understand, when you know, let me just say amen to everything that you said, because it, it is, I thank you for that quote. I actually had it written down to share and you shared it before I did, because it is the fastest way. I, I, it's like, I, I say it's like glue. It makes Mm -hmm. things stick. And that's the way that it's the way that God designed it, it, the frequency is everything. I mean, everything is frequency. And if you know anything about physics and quantum physics and the string theory and all, all the things about how the morning stars sang together, just that God, when you speak creation, it's, it's frequency and it's always moving. And the, and so, um, but the word praise that is translated Tehillah, which means to sing, is used all through the scripture. And you don't know it unless you actually have a strong concordance and you look up the, um, my, sorry, my dog is around the floor here. <laughs> um, um, Psalm chapter, excuse me, Isaiah 61. This is um, Luke 4, 18, when Jesus started his ministry and he quoted Isaiah 61. This is the place where the spirit of God is on me and he's anointed me to preach good news to um, to um, liberty to captives. And then he does that beautiful thing in verse three, beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning and a garment of praise in for a spirit of heaviness or despair. Well, guess what that word is? Tehillah. It means to mm-hmm. sing. So you put up, you know, we used to sing that I'll put on a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. So when you put on a garment and I tell people all the time, it's always our choice yes. to pick up. A, is it cold outside? We have to choose to grab a jacket, a coat. Is it raining? We have to choose to put on a raincoat. Is are, Do you feel that stress of your daughter going, where's daddy? You know, you choose to put on a garment, a, in something, a wrap of Tehillah, which means singing. You put that on and a spirit of heaviness falls off. And you know Amen. why? Because Amen. it's what the world puts on us and you have just gone to a, you've gone to a, pers- a, a higher place. You have a perspective that is from God's perspective. How does he see it? You know, we talk about third heaven perspective. Let's, let's think about, let's take it up to the end. That's what you naturally have trained yourself to do. So suddenly you're in a place where you can say, I'm going to put on a, let's get Teddy. Let's find Teddy. And all of a sudden your daughter went, oh. Because it works because it's God's principle because you, you put on a garment of you started singing and the spirit of heaviness can't stay there. And so that's, that's what's so spectacular about it. What I find is mommies who go, well, 
that's great for you and Krista, but I'm just not a singer. And I go, oh, no, 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 that's that's not exactly true, because even the way you talk is singing. If you just talk on a what take your words together and and make them a little bit like that. Okay, we're going to go outside and play and you and naturally kind of have to start smiling when you do that. And you naturally have you seen, say, have you seen that part in Elf? There's a part in Elf when she says something like something about not being able to sing. And they're like, what? Everyone can sing. And I know. Elf, uh, it's true. But I thought, oh, this is truth. Moms need to get this. <laughs> it's just, it's a spiritual principle. They just, if they grab, if they grab hold of that understanding, I'm singing, you know, we're here. Yes. <laughs> I think that's brilliant when we're singing that way. But I, I find it because I, I go to so many churches and I work with so many people and I'm talking to a lot of preschool teachers all the time. And I try to encourage them. Like if, when you're moving children from the centers or whatever you have, it's time to go to snack. It's time to go to the potty. It's time to go outside and play. It's time to get your, get your work done or it's, um, it's art time. It's art time. So grab your crayons, right. You know, and instead of just saying it, give yourself permission to be silly, Mm -hmm. (laughs) give yourself permission to get on their level. I always try to remind people, Jesus is the one who said, unless you become like a little child Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that takes, that takes a lot of deprogramming for us, for us as grownups. Yes. But I'm not like that. I'm, you know, we, we somehow think that's not, I don't even know the word sophisticated, which is a whole, mm. I'm, that's not mature. That's not something. But when you're working with children, you, I, I, I just, I, I try to remind people that God's kingdom is upside down. That's one of my mm. big things that at Matthew t- chapter 20, Jesus is the one who says, little is much, less is more, the first or last. You want to be great, become the servant. Working with children is humbling. It's mm-hmm. low. But the Lord is reminding us, this is the kingdom. This is the high. We are raising home. disciples. Oh, my goodness. This well, is how much high. more could you want? <laughs> well, it's you don't we're we're not we're in our Western culture, we don't have applause there. You know, mm-hmm. we're not singing for men and for grownups where we get great applause. You know, this is, these are the things that God sees. And this mm-hmm. is the, this is treasure in heaven being stored up for us as we take our time. I, I love one of, there's an author that I, I love to encourage moms and especially children's ministers to read. Um, his name is George Barna. And if you mm-hmm. live in the church world, you might know him. He has a, he has a whole um, uh, company called the Barna Research Institute. And mm-hmm. it's like the Gallup poll of the church. And um, a number of years ago, a publishing company that, that creates curriculum for children um, uh, hired him to do two years of research on children's ministry. And at the end of the time, he wrote a book called, it's a long story, it's a long um, thing. He, I'm looking on my bookshelf to see if I have it right at my fingertips. It's called Transforming Children into Spiritual Champions. Ooh. Um, uh, trans- I have it. I'm going to run over here and grab it. Hold on. I'm coming back. Transforming <laughs> Children into Spiritual Champions. Here it is off my bookshelf. This is the book. Well, and I love one of the quotes that you used from him that you had sent to me included, it said part of it was that spiritual growth in the lives of children is more important than intellectual, physical, and emotional development. 
Um, and I just think that's so, it's so true. And that's the most important thing. That's what we're going for. So let's, let's go to a place real quick of saying, okay, if there's a mom who says, like you said, the mom who says, this is great for you, you sing, you, you, both of your moms said it was in your blood. So congratulations, not in my blood, right? Uh, Let's, let's walk her through the day, whether she has very little children or older children, whether they're junior high or, you know, or preschoolers or infants. Um, I would encourage you throughout your entire day to include music. So if you are talking about your littlest one, then when, I mean, even my oldest ones, I wake up with sometimes singing good morning to them. Good morning, good morning, or good morning, God, this is your day. I am your child. Show me your way. Some kind of a good morning song. And so if you've never done this before, you've never sung, you only sing at church. I would encourage you or in your car or shower by yourself. I would encourage you pick a couple places of your day to just plan it in. Um, I had a very good friend. She was on some of my earlier podcasts with me. Her name is Michelle Akrami. And one of the things she did during COVID when things were feeling heavy at home and difficult is she actually even set an alarm and it was set to make her stop and praise God with her children. It was in our conversation we did called rest for the weary mom. It was a long time ago. So it was released way back in probably October of 2020. And if you go back and listen to it, you'll hear, she talks about setting an alarm. And whenever that alarm went off, she would turn on some worship music with her children. So I would encourage you to pick some, pick some songs you love from church and write them down. So you maybe have a playlist that, you know, we can play these songs together. Or if you don't, if you aren't familiar yet with good music for children, bring in new songs for your children. Miss Patty cake has wonderful music uh, and they're not all spiritual necessarily. Many of them are fun things like we, not that the spiritual ones aren't fun. That sounded like the spiritual ones are serious. That's not the case. That's not no, my songs are fun. No, they're all fun. But what I meant is some of them are things like when we wonder if it's going to be sunny outside, we sing in our home. What will the weather be? Cause that's one of Miss Patty cakes. Fun songs is about yeah. what's the weather you talk with your children about these things. Anyway, yeah. it's what? just putting song to the things you already do or adding songs where it could serve your day better. Um, another one I was thinking about is when we're eating that you sing, you have a song that says fruits and veggies in your tum, 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 fruits and veggies, yum, yum, yum. And and it helps teach even why we even eat fruits and vegetables. And, and there's, there's just ways all day long. So you need to get Miss Patty Cake's music for sure. You can find it online. I'll put the link in the show notes to make sure you get it and that you can find her DVDs. And another one that's an unseen as often I find from Miss Patty Cake is her lullabies for little ones. Aww, and I, it is one of my very favorites because our music should start not only when they're older, if you haven't started. I would say you're never too late. You can start singing with your middle schoolers and they will join you and you will find that you have created a culture of worship together by bringing that in, in your home alongside them. Um, but even with your littlest, there was a song that you have on there. There's I've discovered almost all of the rainy songs are sad in our (laughs) world. You have, um, rain, rain, go away. Come again. Another day. That's sad. You have, um, 
there's another one too, but they're all the rain songs in our culture are sad. And I was on a mission to find a happy rain song when my children were little and you have one. And so I started singing drip, drop, drip, drop (laughs) up on the housetop with my, yeah, that's good. And it's beautiful. So thank you. I just want to encourage moms and I will let you close off with another, any words of encouragement you have for the mom who says, I don't even know where to start. I think that the things I've mentioned are great. What else would you add? Let's take about two more minutes. What would you add to a mom to just empower her to start singing through her day with her children? Okay. Thank you. First, I would say I grew up with Mary Poppins. And if you've never spent any time watching Mary Poppins, it'd be a really good thing for you to do because she sings as she's going. Now you can say, oh, that's just a musical, but wait, what if it's a teaching opportunity? Because remember Mary Poppins sings in every job that must be done. There is an element of fun. You find the fun and snap the jobs a game. Okay. That's true. It's very true. If you find the fun, then you turn a job into a game. And the way to find the fun is to sing about it. Mm -hmm. Do we, are we going to put our dishes away? Help mommy, put the dishes, put the dishes away. Help my, I don't know. I made that up. So, you know, whatever you're going to say to your child, just give yourself permission to be silly and sing Mm -hmm. it. Here's what uh, Ephesians 519 says, because this, and this is the message translation, which I love, especially for children. Here's what it says. Sing songs from your heart to Christ Jesus. Sing praises over everything any excuse, any excuse, let me hear you say it, any excuse (laughs) for a song to God, the father in the name of the master Jesus, as you're going, how can you figure out, how can you find as you're going, I have friends who, when they're moving from one place to another, they sing this little song and please, I beg you borrow a tune that's already in your head and just make up some new words. Like, how about this? Praising Jesus every day, praising Jesus, walk this way, praising Jesus Mm. every day, praising Jesus, walk this way. If you know anything about homeschooling, uh, uh, um, classical conversations, which is one of the biggest, most popular homeschool curriculums, everything is sung. Mm -hmm. You want your children to learn, um, uh, um, English. My kids did Shirley English of uh, sentence, sentence, sentence is complete, complete, complete with a subject, subject, subject. Anyway, you see what I'm saying? It teaches your children and it stays and it sticks. It's God's uh, again. Plus, when you sing praise to God, Psalm chapter 22, verse three, that says God is holy and he lives in the praises of his people. Mm-hmm. Again, that's singing to Hilla. He, he, you invite his presence when you sing. It changes the atmosphere Amen. because you're inviting the presence of God. Another thing that I love to remind people, and this is just what the word says, um, so, uh, Psalm chapter eight, verse two, which is another overarching verse for my Miss Patty Cake whole world is this out of the mouths of babes and infants, God makes perfect praise. It's Tehillah. It's the singing God and the message translation of that verse says, I love this. Listen to this. Nursing infants are gurgling choruses mm. about you, God. And mm. toddlers will shout the songs that drown out enemy talk and silence atheistic babble. That's the Man. power of music in the lives of children. And one more thing, because I want to piggyback off what you said about little children and babies. Um, when Paul's talking to Timothy, 2 Timothy 3.15, go look this up. This is so powerful. It. In 2 Timothy, this is what 
Paul says to Timothy, he says, don't forget that from infancy, infancy, you've known the scriptures and that gave you the wisdom that led you to salvation through faith in Jesus. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's back up. First of all, what scriptures did they have? They had the law and the prophets and the Psalms Mm -hmm. and the Proverbs. That's what they had from infancy. He knew him who taught this baby, Timothy, those scriptures his mother and his grandmother, mm-hmm. Lois and Eunice. How did they teach him? The only way these Hebrew women knew all this scripture was that they sang it all. That's mm-hmm. how they learned it. Historically, they chanted or sang it because that's how to deposit it deep in their little lives. So at when you be, decide to be intentional as a mommy, that's my big word. Mm-hmm. Get choked up about it. We have to choose because there's so much available in our culture. Yes. Especially because every two-year-old can handle a, a, this in their lives. Phone, yeah. You have to choose what they're listening to. You have to pick the songs. You have to decide, I'm going to be intentional and pick songs that are not God less. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> but, we're going to talk more about that kind of concept and another conversation that they can be right. watching and waiting for as we talk about spiritual formation, you Good. know, a little ways down the road, but I'm going to wrap this one up so that that way, um, we can continue on our way and moms can leave with a song of praise and a new inspiration to sing through their days. Miss Pat a cake. Thank you yes. so much, Jean, for being with My us today. Pleasure. And thanks for funding. And by the way, if you're looking for music, to sing on my website, I have a whole guide to faith-based media because I find that a lot of women say, I don't know how to make up a song. So Mm. I need to learn someone else's song. So I have Miss Patty Cake's top 40. It's free. It's a PD, it's a download. And you can get a whole list of not just Miss Patty Cake, but lots of other resource providers that are writing songs Mm. that, that honor God, that worship God, that, that help you sing your way through your day. Excellent. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so appreciative. Bye. Bye. What a fun time we had today. I'm so glad that Jean could join us and goodness to have a conversation where you're with a character life herself and referencing elf and Mary Poppins. What a fun week we should have ahead of us with our children. And I just want to encourage you bring back the fun this week sing with your kids, read with your kids, play games with them. If you have not listened to my conversation that we did about learning through games, it was back in early August or the end of July, learning through games. It was with Carrie DeFrancisco. It will encourage you the great wealth that is available through having fun with our children as we learn alongside them and seeing through our day as Miss Pat a cake talked about today. So I hope that you enjoyed that. And I will also in my Instagram this week, I will share some fun ways to incorporate your, some worship into your home or just make yourself step out and start singing. And I promise that you will enjoy that. I also would like to do a book giveaway. So I would like to give away a copy of Jean's book, sharing God's big love with little lives. Anyone who has children will benefit from this book, whether they are young or old, it will be a blessing to you. So follow me on my Instagram this week, sign up for Jean's newsletter. So you can see what she's about and what new resources she's creating and be blessed by that as well. And I will look forward to seeing you over there on Instagram this week. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below. 
where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we talk about the gift of family morning time.